Good day, everyone. Uh, I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Molden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast. Coming to you on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all the women out there. Whether you're single, young, or old. Time for love. There you go. There you go. And we have the absolute perfect person who preached for us this Sunday on Valentine's Day. We have Brother Jeff Hughes bringing the message this morning. Yes, he did. So this actually makes our third edition of our version of the podcast entitled Faux Show. Faux Show. That's right. Faux Show. So very <laughs> grateful to have Jeff. Jeff, fantastic job. Uh, you took uh, the entire chapter of Acts chapter 3, uh, broke it down into four very specific things that we all have to offer. Why don't you tell us about your approach, how you decided to come come with us uh, or take us to this uh, to these points. Uh, tell us a little bit about what led you here. I got you, got you. Um, well, first off, I think it's always funny that I think I find a way to preach on the uh, Valentine's Day. Y'all always had a single dude preach on, you know, couples holiday. So it's trying to inspire you. We're inspiring you. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it, man. Inspiring. Uh, some sister's, <laughs> sister's going to see you and go, wow. <laughs> that's right. Man. We want our most eligible bachelor representing us on this day. That's right. I usually be out of town, which I guess is still true. But anyway, to answer Bill's question, that's a really good question. The approach, I think ever since we started to meditate on uh, the passages, ever since we started meditating on scripture, like even when we were doing like Luke <laughs> Luke 10, way back when, uh, I started to adopt that approach for whatever sermon I would preach or whatever passage I would preach. And uh, it's been helpful. I think doing it with other people has been helpful. Doing it with the staff was super helpful just to hear, you know, how the spirit was interrupting you guys. And uh, something that just kept sticking out to me as I like meditated on it every day was just what do we have to offer? You know, what I, uh, you know, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. And I was like, man, what what do we give people or what can we give people? And once I started to I couldn't get past that question, I knew that was what I needed to preach on. I Amen. It. I love Amen. It. Great point. I love what do we have to offer? And I love Jeff, just that even you, you know, you, you obviously were able to talk about um, just sort of that on your way Christianity. I mean, these guys going about their day, going about doing their thing and, and then making themselves or allowing themselves to be interrupted. And so um, obviously you talked about really kind of four key things that we do have to offer. And um and you talked about them in in, in, in in a great way, right? The first thing was we off we can offer empathy. Empathy, no, empathy wasn't the first thing. What was the first was, thing? Uh, the first thing peace. was peace. Oh, we can offer peace. Okay, great. Empathy is good, though. I almost wish I would have included <laughs> it. makes a lot of sense, actually. Well, for our podcast listeners, you are getting a fifth very important point. <laughs> That's right. Yes, we can offer our peace. Uh, we can offer our peace. It was peace. It was time. It was dignity. dignity which is, you know, and then the fourth thing is truth, right? Uh, so I appreciate how you went through all four of those and broke those down for the group. Uh, very, very, very well done. Of course, we right now as a congregation are in the 
middle of a, some peace training, peacemaking training or conflict dynamic or conflict resolution training or reconciliation training or however you want to put it. Um, but, um, but yeah, Jeff, how did you land on, I mean, obviously they're in there, but how did you land on those four points and how did you get the, how did you narrow those down? Mm. It's a good question, man. I think, uh, I started to think about interactions that we have with people and what people actually need. Like I thought about, you know, when you see a need and what, what you can offer to actually meet that need, because obviously, you know, with, as I was thinking about what peace, you know, giving somebody peace, peace of mind, whatever you uh, define peace as what peace looks like when somebody receives it, you know, I think, it really goes a long way. Like I think of times when I'm at peace or when somebody helps me to find peace or when somebody's peace rests on me, like how, how much that changes the way that I look at things, the way that I, you know, go about things, the way I feel about things, like, because peace didn't actually change my situation. It changed the way that I viewed my situation and was able to deal with my situation. And I think that, you know, all of those things, none of those things are problem solvers. You know, giving somebody your time does not solve a problem that they have. Restoring somebody's dignity maybe could, in a way, solve a problem. But ultimately, it, it, it's a, it, all of those things hit at, a, hit at the heart more so than anything else. And I think that that's something that Jesus calls us to do. I think the way that we love people change doesn't change people's, you know, physical situations as often as it can change the way that their hearts change the way that they feel, change the way that they view things. And so I kind of narrowed on, in on those things based on how those affect people more so. And I think truth, I mean, ultimately, when we hear the truth, it brings us to the person, to the source. And I mean, the source can do a lot more for us than, you know, what yeah. you, you can do so that was uh, that was kind of my process and why i landed on those things because i mean there's a lot of things i could have you know said yeah and i loved uh i love the fact that you you did bring about um kind of the larger the larger story going back to luke 10 uh talking about this was one of the things jesus asked them to offer once they came into a willing person's home uh I, I love that you you kind of reminded everyone as you were going through the sermon, this is something we all have. We it's been given to us. And uh and I, I do think it's it's really important what you just said. And I hope hope anyone that listens to this will really kind of meditate on that, that the conditions change, not necessarily because we physically miraculously solve a problem but we change the atmosphere that person who had the problem is in by bringing our sense of peace, by giving them our time, by giving them dignity and speaking, speaking God's truth. Uh, Jeff, I mean, you know, as I'm, as I'm kind of unpacking your sermon, listening to you kind of retell your process, I'm now getting moved very deeply because when, uh, when Jesus tells us that, uh, you know, uh, you know, that uh, we are to love one another. And then Paul follows that up and saying, love never fails. I, I think we get an idea of what, what that looks like in a real practical way. 
Yeah, I think I, yeah, same here, Bill. I, I feel myself I'm being stirred as well. And, and then really reflecting on a part of your sermon that you said we do all we offer, these things we offer, we offer them with sort of no expectations of getting anything in return. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. We, we, we offer these things, but there is no quid pro quo, right? You know, I give you this, you're going to get something in return. And that's the beauty of, you know, of being Christians, right? This is who we are. This is who we're called to be. And if we are, if we do our part, if we do what we're supposed to do, then God certainly fills in the gap. God makes up the rest. But it just takes all of the the weird pressure that we can put on ourselves to uh, be and do and control, honestly, uh, situations. But I maybe thought that you wanted to kind of, you know, kind of share a little bit more about that because I thought that was brilliantly put that we we have all, we God's given this to us, okay? They've been given to us by God, you know, for this incredible purpose, if you will. Our job is to give it away, right? Give what we've been blessed to give, but with with no expectation. Did you want to share any more about that? Uh, yeah, I I was that was the part of the sermon that really convicted me as I was working through this process and I like came to like that statement, you know, just thinking about, you know, when we were going through Ephesians and being like, you know, managers of God's grace and like how all of those things, like there's there's no reason why we would expect, you know, anything in return for those things. There's no reason why we would give those things with it, like expecting like a, as an as a service or anything like that. It's specifically because it's something we've been given, and we just feel the urge to give it away. It was it it was helpful for me just because I can get into this mode of thinking like, man, I'm not doing enough, or man, I'm not producing enough, or man, the fruit that I have isn't representative of what I think I should be, you know, doing. Like I'm not good enough. Like I can get into these like modes of thinking that just really put all of the onus on me. And even though I'm not thinking about thinking to myself, or at least I wouldn't say out loud that like, oh, I'm doing this for me. Like I'm doing these things for me. Like when I assume that just living for God and doing what God is calling me, me to do isn't enough. And I need to be seeing exactly what it's doing at the moment. Like I need to st- be seeing the results. Like it's more like, you know, math and not like, you know, a lifestyle where, you know, in math, if I put a, if I put, if I insert values into an equation, there is an answer. And I see that like, it's, it's very clear as day. I can go back and I can tell you why it happened, what happened, what I put in and, and why I got the result. But life doesn't really work that way. God doesn't really work that way. And it just is encouraging to be reminded of that. They're like, man, we live the way that we live because simply because God is faithful and knowing that when we're faithful, God will continue to be faithful and not because we'll get to see the results or gain anything. So that was the part of the sermon that really like struck me as I was kind of working through it. And so that's that's more a little bit more to talk about or to explain yeah if you're listening out there we did promise to be no math but you know um you know jeff is an engineer and a bit of a math guru so yeah hopefully you gain something from that yeah in real life those inserting numbers into a formula and getting the right answer doesn't happen for english majors no no. (laughs) let me just put that out there if we don't really know what you're talking about but okay thank you yeah Yeah, i know i know you think that explains everything but it doesn't so 
you know, I don't know about you, Vince, but one of the one of the highlight lines of the sermon for me uh-huh. came at the very beginning when he said, "Hey, where did my man go?" <laughs> and he was talking about those that were bringing to uh, bringing this uh, lame beggar to the gate every day. Right. And then all of a sudden they show up. I, I was thinking that's Jeff's T-shirt right there. That's <laughs> that's the one. Where did my man go? Where did my man go? <laughs> I, I think if we had to give the sermon a name, that would be the sermon title. Where did my man go? I like that. That's great, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I think, Jeff, I, Jeff, you, you do have an incredible uh, ability to, um, uh, you know, kind of enter the story, you know, in a very interesting place, right? You That's know, right. To, to, to enter that narrative you know, as the person who's dropping, you know, the friend off every day and to, it is a very cool perspective to have. Sometimes we, we enter the narrative in different places. I'm the person that's being healed or I'm Peter along the way or whatever it might be, but that's a, that's a pretty cool place to be in the narrative. Hey, this is my man. I dropped him off every day because that's kind of who, that is who you are. You know, that's who you are. I could see you bringing your boy. That's what he needed. You bring him, you pick him up, you get him home, you bring him again, you pick him up, you bring him home. But dude, I don't know why I'm bringing you every day, but you need to go there. I got to go to work. I'll drop you off. I'll pick you up at five. That's who you are. And so I really appreciate that about your heart. I think you were able to speak from a place that uh, is, 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 uh, it's who you are. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think that's a great point, Vince. And I, and I really hope that, you know, anyone that's maybe a younger leader, uh, Bible talk leader, um, you know, kind of listening to this, being your authentic self is the best way to communicate God's truth. Yeah. And I think uh, as you listen to Jeff's sermon, you what what you're hearing is Jeff's process. Uh, even as you're listening to this podcast, you're 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 hearing him as he is. And I think because he preaches from from that strength, um, and he's not a different guy behind the pulpit as he is, you know, in your living room. Uh, I think there is that genuineness that I think the is is going to kind of almost guarantee that the church will always be a place where, where the, the best and the brightest comes out of you. Not because you're being something you're not, but because God is making you who you were meant to be. Amen to that. Amen to that. And if you have not yet listened to the sermon, click on that link right there below there. Listen to that sermon, which we're actually retitling in the moment right now. But Jeff, we want to thank you for coming on our podcast Every time you come on, we know we move the needle a little bit further. Miss Juanita, we are on your tail. We are going to pass you. We're coming to get you. That garage sale podcast in Woodson Terrace does not have a chance. We will win, Jeff, and, and we want to thank you for joining it's us. It's because of Jeff. For sure. Oh, sure. thank, thank you guys for having me, for sure. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm very encouraged by you guys. Amen. So, Amen. Amen. Well, hey, everyone, thanks for joining us this week. I'm Vince. And I'm Bill. We want to thank you for joining us. Good day, everybody. Good day.